Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Gluebrick's ASMR. Just relax and let me take you on a journey. A journey to comfort land. A land with no responsibility or anxiety. A land full of meaty rhythms. Ooh, yeah. That's some lovely meaty rhythms. If only you could experience this for one whole hour, one-to-one, alone and in a dark, locked room. Well, you can! (laughs) Gluebrick's awesome-sounding meaty rhythms gives you a range of relaxing, protein-based sounds, such as sausage, beef, a pork loin. Pork loins. Here's some feedback from some of my previous clients. That was absolutely awful. Awesome. God, I hate it. But it ended. I feel so much more anxious. Now that I've left. So get yourself down to Peter's Pig Barn and using the discount code send me back to the womb, you can have 4% of your first ASMR session. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Hell or High Rollers. So, as you can hear from my loud and over-enthusiastic voice, I am not Dave Hearn, but Chris Leesk. And today, I am going to be your games master. And I'm sure after listening to our previous episodes, you've already worked out why I'm doing all the talking. But if not, and I am sorry, hopefully, eventually, you will understand. So, let's get this started (laughs) by introducing our characters. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Great. Hi, I'm Ellie Morris, and I play Ghoul. He is a legend, and that's all I need to say. He is a mushroom and he's five inches tall and he's very sweet. And the thing that 
I need to tell you about Ghoul is simple. He makes promises that he cannot keep. Oh, why do you think he does that? I think he just, in the moment, maybe believes it and then and then can't fulfill them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's like a people-pleasing thing. I don't know. Or maybe like a people-unpleasing thing because he knows he won't do it. Oh. He knows he won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I didn't have a fact, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it all comes crumbling down. Well, hello. Uh, my name is Henry Shields and I play Henley Whispers, a.k.a. Tree Willy. <laughs> Human ranger, hog roaster, subtle boaster, party ghoster. Uh, nice. This is the thing about Henley. What he likes to do, he always likes to ghost a party. So, which is the practice of just leaving without yeah. letting anyone know that you've left. I do right? it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Henley does that every single time. But the thing is, he always wants to make sure everyone knows that he's left without telling anyone. So how does he do that? That's hard. <laughs> it is hard. So what he does is he he leaves the party without saying anything, puts on a disguise, goes back in pretending to be someone else, and then starts <laughs> commenting loudly about how... Wow, that guy Henley just left without saying anything. Anybody notice? Oh, that's very, that's so weird. Because everyone will know as well. Yeah, everyone knows it's him. <laughs> just like, he's still here though. So sad. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, amazing. And Adam. Hello, I've got absolutely nothing. Um, hi, I'm Adam Megiddo and I play the role of Eric Sanguinius, the human necromancer who lives alone in the high-vis tower in the Rodney Marsh. Eric is uh, happy. <laughs> 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 no one saw that coming. No, yeah. That is good. Simple. Hello, I am Dave Hearn and usually I am your GM, but today I will be playing along with the guys. I don't have a character yet. We'll find out when we start the story. So my character makes promises that they can keep. Uh-huh. Uh, they like to pretend to be ghosts at a party and um, <laughs> they are really sad. Oh, oh, God. I mean, you would be sad if you spend your time pretending to be a ghost at a party. <laughs> yeah. Horrible thing to do. <laughs> Tragic. Amazing. So uh, I guess we should do this. So strap in, listeners. You're in for an amazing and potentially very weird episode of Hell or High Rollers! Yeah, let's do it! So, in the last episode, we left the Happy Boys having fought the Archdevil Lady Ingarno, jumping through the portal, dragging the unconscious body of Glubrick behind them. And why was Glubrick unconscious? Because the Necromancer didn't have enough healing spells. So, <laughs> Eric's you, fault. Yeah, completely Eric's fault. Since when did Eric have healing spells? Have <laughs> did, did, you never had healing spells? No, he's, he's a necromancer. And not having them is not enough healing yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> So, you are hurtling through time and space. All seems typical as sharp assorted colours stream past you. But there is something unusual. You can hear a faint sound of a deep roar from what sounds like a wild animal. The roar begins to become louder and closer. You close your eyes and hold your head as the sound becomes overwhelming. Then suddenly, everything stops. You open your eyes and you find yourself standing on a pebbled drive. Ouch! Ooh, pebbled drive. Sign of middle classes. (laughs) (laughs) Where, Where are we? Is this another layer of hell? Can I see topiary? (laughs) (laughs) So, as you look around, to either side of you, surrounding most of the Pebble Drive, you can see a variety of fruit orchards. Orchards? Or orchids? No, orchids. orchids. I've just heard it out loud. It's definitely orchids. Well, it's either. What is it you're trying to describe? An orchard. (laughs) An orchard? (laughs) Yeah. 
then I got it right the first time. A variety of fruit orchards, it makes sense, that stretch as far as the eye can see. There's a gardener standing at the edge of the orchard, picking fruit, smiling to himself. He loves his fruit. And in front of you is a huge factory with workers piling into the entrance. And above the entrance, you can see a sign that says, Bumble Dung Jam. And below it, in quotation marks, it reads, Careful. (laughs) How strange. I do not think we are in a layer of hell. Have we returned to the mortal plane? Uh, Eric, you weren't here for the last one of these, so uh, let me explain. We've gone in Bluebrick's mind, I'm pretty Uh, sure. We're inside his mind? Yes. It's sticky. Well, if we're inside Bluebrick's mind, it should be quite small and the exit should be nearby. (laughs) (laughs) And Eric, as you you say that, you feel a clap of a hand on your shoulder and you hear a voice going, Oh my God! Uh, great joke, Eric. You're so funny. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Who's that complimenting me? Who the fuck is this? Do you want to describe yourself, Dave? Uh, it's me. You look down and you see a little pig. Aww. <laughs> it's a pig. It's a little pig. Yay. Hey, hey guys. How you doing? Hi, pig. You know, they don't call me pig. You know me. I'm Garth. What? Oh, Garth. Yeah. Do, ha- have we met? What do you mean have we met? We've, we've been going through the layers of hell for ages now. What the hell's going on? What do you mean? What? You, I've never seen you before, pig. Oh. But you're very cute. <laughs> Thank you. Classic ghoul. Just making jokes about having not seen me. And next thing, Eric and Henley, you're going to say you haven't seen me either, huh? I, I haven't. I've never told you. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. No, 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 we're serious. We do not know who you are. When did you first meet us? Oh, you know, when we woke up in that little cave chained to the wall? I take I take Henley to one side. It is possible that someone could have been with us all along in some perhaps unseen invisible form. You're saying that we have just been ignoring this pig the entire time? <laughs> we have been travelling with an unseen pig for some time. It is possible. <laughs> it is not outside the realms of possibility, but then the realms that we travel through are strange indeed. Perhaps we should play along until we learn more. Good idea, yes. Let's let's just pretend we know this pig. All right. Okay, I'm in. I take Ghoul to one side and just go, hey, Ghoul, whisper, whisper, whisper. Make it look like we're whispering <laughs> about something, huh? Whisper, whisper, whisper. What are we doing? Now we got to look at Henley and Eric and frown. Okay, ready? One, two, three. I frowned with my voice. As you say this, a small human woman rushing to get into the factory bumps into Henley. Oh, 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 God, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm late and runs away. Oh, oh, that, that's fine. Rude woman. <laughs> and then a large human man bumps into you, well, trips over you, Gore. Sorry, didn't see you there. What the fuck do you think you're doing stepping on me? Just... You think you think I'm an easy target because I'm small? Huh? Do you? Do you, punk? I got a pig and I'm not afraid to use him. Yeah, we're going to fuck you up, you fucking oaf. Come on, ghoul, let's get him. I just only realized saying, saying this, if he's touched ghoul. You take damage. Well, yeah, he's, he's just <gasps> oh. dead. <laughs> he can't take guy damage. Yeah, so the guy trips and you say this and he instantly just falls down dead. <gasps> oh, whoa. Oh, no, ghoul. I just kill the guy. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Ghoul just backs away slowly and just like puts the pig and maneuvers pig in front of him. Don't touch the pig. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, God damn it. Ah. Do I take 46 you? damage? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, six, 11, 16, 17 damage. Okay, I still got quite a bit of health left. I'm, I'm doing all right. We're not, we're not talking bacon yet. No, not quite yet. <laughs> all right. All right. Everyone stay. Everybody be calm. 
Now, Henley, you said we're inside Glubrick's head? That's right, yes. This happened with you a little while ago during the transfer between the previous two layers. Ah. We ended up stuck inside your mind, uh, viewing your life as a child, I think. Am I right in thinking that we only just re-met you because it was actually Ingarno tricking us the entire time in the previous uh, adventure we had? <laughs> so, where have you been, Eric? Yeah, enough of this exposition. Come, let us make our way towards the factory and pretend that the pig is with us. Well, the pig is with well, us. Well, yes. That's right, guys. I'm here and I'm freaking panicking. And he starts digging a grave and trying to push the body in. Don't worry, girl. I got you covered. I got you covered. This pig is psychotic. What the fuck? I'm psychotic. You just killed a man. Yeah, by accident. Yeah, well, I'm on purpose digging a grave. Can't just leave a dead man in the street. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm psychotic. This is somebody's mind, pig. It doesn't matter. Oh, All right. As you're looking at the pig or Garth, you realize that he is wearing a certain outfit. And you look at yourselves and you will realize that you are all not wearing your ordinary clothes. Or in case, Henley, whatever, like towel, curtain or flannel is covering Mr. Shazam. You are all wearing gray overalls with the Bumble Dung logo on the top pocket. And you also notice your ankle is feeling pretty damn weighty as you find a heavy duty ankle lock, like an electronic tag, but it's D&D, so it's magic. What if you don't have an ankle? (laughs) Oh, oh. Yours is a waistband. Uh, Ouch. (laughs) I think we work for Bumble Dung Jams. Okay, uh, well, we we better get in and and get to work then and hope no one notices we just killed a guy. (laughs) Get to work work making jam? I don't think so. I, I think there's been a mistake. Let us find the factory foreman and free ourselves from this nightmare. So you're going in? Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's get yeah. in. So, as you enter the lobby of the factory, you realize quite quickly that this is a pretty fancy place, like not your usual mucky factory. In front of you is a row of 10 elevators with a sign above it that reads work time. One of the elevators is out of order and a mechanic, so is crouched by the control panel with his toolkit fixing it. He's whistling. To the left, there is a door and above it reads lunchtime. And to the right is a door and above it reads book time. There are workers rushing towards the lift. They're clearly late. Um, work time, lunch time, book time. Do you go do what you grab want. a worker? Yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. Okay, so the person you're grabbing is like a halfling, okay. and she is incredibly like, what, 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 what do you want? What do you want? What, why is everybody late for work today? What? Oh yeah, that's a, oh there was like there was a really bad crash on the motorway on the oh way. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so everyone's incredibly late. But you, you've got to come. You've got you've got to come as well. You're going to be late. You'll be fired. No, and you coming. do not want to be fired. I mean, they're not going to fire everyone, are they? The entire workforce is late. I feel like it's a situation no. kind of like, you know, it's like if no one dresses in school uniform, is anyone, is there such a thing as school uniform? There is yeah? a lot of unemployed people in the city <laughs> all looking for a job. So they'll they'll get rid of you instantly. Okay. Perhaps what you all need is a union. I could be a union leader. Mr. Bumbledung would never let us have a, a union. Mr. Bumbledung. Hmm, Mr. Bumbledung is exactly the person I think we need to speak to. Where do we find Mr. Bumbledung? No one speaks to Miss, Mr. Bumbledung. No, 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 never. We're not allowed. We haven't got that access. Like, he's he's the he's the big boss. What about if we know his son? What? Who's who's the son? Glubrick. Glubrick Bumbledung? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But he's obviously wor- working. He's in dispatch. Oh. He's in dispatch. Dispatch. Where's that? Well, that's, you know, the exit. 
<laughs> he's at the ex- where's the exit well so you, you have to go to the work level and you have to work and then at the end once you've you've finished your work you've, you've made the jam you then give it to dispatch and dispatch then takes it out takes all the orders out and goes delivers it so you're saying that in order to get to glue brick we gotta go and make some jam a pig <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah i'm a pig um well yeah i guess you do i'm really sorry i'm really truly late and she runs over to the elevator and starts really manically pressing the button you know pressing the button won't make it come any faster and then you hear a mechanic who's fixing goes yeah exactly i know exactly what you mean that's what i've been telling them that's why these control panels keep breaking do you want to go to the work time well i guess yeah i guess we should we should go to the work time yes let us go to work we've got to do the work work so after a while the elevator arrives and as you get in the elevator you see there are four buttons the top button reads papa's office (gasps) the button below reads ground floor which is the floor you're on (gasps) then below that it reads work time (gasps) and then the button (laughs) (laughs) below that the bottom button reads very restricted floor don't go here ever it's the worst you'll die don't do it oh I feel like we should just go to work time and try and get to glue brick because I feel like if we can get to glue brick, we can get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Work time. Great. So the elevator doors close. The elevator goes up and you land at the work time floor. As the elevator doors open, you see a straight corridor with an opening at the end. From that opening, you can hear the noise of machinery and shouting and general business. In the corridor before the opening, there are four doors to either side. Ghoul goes through the one closest to him on the right. Oh, you're you're just going to open one of the doors. Yeah. Great. So as you open the door, you see a huge forest. So the room is transformed like you're suddenly in a forest. And you see Gluebrick in rage. He is standing beside a dead body. Whoa. Gluebrick? Gluebrick, is that you? No response. He just continues to dig a hole. You see, guys, you kill a man, you dig a grave. This is a good man right here. (laughs) Wait, so, okay, Ghoul tries to go further in to to approach Gluebrick. Okay, as you do, you hear a voice from behind you. Excuse me, excuse me, you are incredibly late. What? Who's that? Hello. Hello. Who are you? I'm Mr. Supervisor. I'm your boss. And you should be in there working. You should be making jam. Instead, you're looking at Stephanie. And as you turn around, the room that was this forest with Gluebrick digging a body is suddenly just an office. And Uh. Stephanie, Hmm. the accountant, is just eating a sandwich looking at you, confused. (laughs) Stephanie. Sorry. Hello. Hold on. Did you say your name's Mr. Supervisor? Indeed. My name is Mr. Supervisor. Were you born that way? Yes. You would, are all your family supervisors? Yes, there was a um, father supervisor, but he was also Mr. Supervisor. There was my mother, she was a supervisor, she was Mrs. Supervisor until the divorce, then she was Mrs. Supervisor. We've all played happy families, we understand the rules. <laughs> <laughs> are you coming to work or not, or do you want to be fired? We're trying to get to work. We then came in here to work and it was a forest. It's not our fault. This is pathetic. You are here to work. I I, I don't think you understand what happens if you are fired. You no longer have a job. (laughs) I totally understand that. I absolutely understand that. Right, so get inside now. As we walk down the corridor, I say to Henley, what happened in my mind? Did you find clues that that would allow you to escape? How did you get through the forest of my mind? Uh, You must have been in there for some time, for it is uh, filled with... uh, Dense intelligence. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you made it out at all. Perhaps in many ways you're still in. But a bit of I digress. How do we get out of uh, Glubrick's mind? I do not wish to spend any longer here. Yes. Well, when we were wading through the dense intelligence of your mind, you. we had to. Yes, we had to find three different keys that unlocked the portal to get us out of there. Right. Uh, and there, there were these guys in hazmat suits, uh, all trying to help us get free. I haven't seen anything like that here, though. This seems much more of a sort of freeform, almost improvisational kind of chaos world <laughs> where nothing makes any sense. A jazz odyssey, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it is a jazz odyssey world. So he leads you into a ma- the main part of the factory. Okay, it's a large room full of overworked employees running around. The room is clearly divided into four sections. In the first section, you can see worker tables with crates of assorted berries on them. In the second section of the room, you can see a large stockpot with people simmering something. In the third section, you can see people wrestling with pixies and attempting to shake them over jars. And in the final section, you can see employees working on loud machinery. Right, you lot, you're already late, so get to it. We've just received a huge order, so I need you to make the jam as quick as possible, okay? I hope you're up to date with how to make it, because if not, then you are fired. Garth immediately just goes, All right, sir, uh, you got it, and just runs and starts stomping on berries. I assume that's how you... Oh, wow, okay, yeah. So the first section is, it's like a table, and there's raspberries in a box, and on the left there's an empty container, so you are just going to go and jump in that box, are you? Yeah, I'm just going to, like, use my trots and start smashing up the berries for the jam. And Mr. Supervisor comes over and goes, What on earth? Are you doing oh. to my raspberries? All of you, come over here. What? Yeah, uh, please, it's okay. He was just uh, just try- trying to work. We're trying to make some jam. We love jam. This is not how you smush raspberries. You clearly have no idea about horticulture. Oh, dear. Uh, you uh, are fired. No. Oh, no. no. Oh, Garth, we're being fired. You're being fired for insubordination. Oh, <laughs> oh God. I'll do it. You can have inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give out so many. I don't get it. Or it's a word for pig. It's a bore. Come on. Sorry, I heard bored. Sorry, Mr. Supervisor. What can I say? This ain't really my jam. Yeah. Yeah. He's made a real pig's ear of it. (laughs) Inspiration for everyone. (laughs) Oh, that hog's been roasted. You want to hold this? a long episode, man. You want to hold this? Yeah, it's true. (laughs) As he shouts, you're fired. All of you feel your ankle tags vibrate and a loud beeping starts. Blackout. <gasps> what? Wait, it said blackout? Or yeah, it was a blackout. <laughs> no, no, you just hear the voice of Glubrick going, Blackout! <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly, it is literally a blackout. Oh. Uh. You all open your eyes and you are back where you started, outside on the Pebble Drive facing towards the Bumbledung factory. Pebbles? Wait, what? We were just here. Oh, God. Oh my What's God, happened? what the hell? We got fired and sent back to the start? This is crazy. I move over to where uh, we buried that body. Is there still a body there or has everything been reset? There is no nobody there. That's what I say. There's nobody here. Time loops. Curious fluctuations okay. in the space-time continuum. Oh, we, got, we got fired and then everything reset. Maybe we need to avoid being fired. Yeah, we gotta make jam. But, oh, I don't really understand why we got fired. I thought we were trying to make the jam. We didn't do it right. We gotta go to book time and find a book that tells us how to make jam. A jamuel, if you will. <laughs> Absolutely. We must go to book time, bookworms. We are surely that that is where I shall come into my element. Let us go in again and go to book time. Okay. Hold on, let's be be careful though, because at some point workers are gonna start flooding through here. We don't want to kill any this time. As you say that. <laughs> 
a woman bumps into you oh. goes, oh God, I'm so sorry. I can't be late. Ooh, get out of the way now. Ah! A I, man I, just runs past you. Yay, I dodged oh, in time. we saved his life. <laughs> you did. That's really beautiful. That's lovely. I'm also going to say this. All of you suddenly sense a deep connection with Gloober and something is not right. Yeah, and every time you start again, because Gluebrick is unconscious, I am going to roll a death saving. So every time you start again, there is a chance that Gluebrick might die. Keep in mind that, please, guys, I fucking beg you. Like, <laughs> Don't kill him. He has no, this, this, this is his is last, last life. Piece. Yeah. You might kill your own character by mistake. Oh, I'm furious. <laughs> and I've just rolled, and it, it wasn't, it was a bad one. Oh, no, no, 11. 11 passes. Oh, 11 passes. It's a good one. Just take your time, guys. You're having a nice time. <laughs> okay, so we have to, we got to be good. Workers. There's high stakes here. I feel like you've really put a gun to your own head. I really, I really, <laughs> yeah, I, really nice. have, I love it. I love it. Yeah, okay. All right, let's get in there and read some fucking books. I turn to Henley and say, I'm sure we would have noticed him by now. The pig? The pig, yes. Wait, you, are you still thinking that potentially the pig has been with us all along? I, I, I haven't ruled it out as a possibility. I think it's unlikely, Eric. I mean, given that we're in a, a mindscape right now, I think nothing should be trusted. I mean, if we get out of this and the pig is still with us, it'll be really weird. Well, what if um, the pig is some sort of thought, part of Glubrick himself? Ooh, that's an interesting idea. It is a very strong pig, isn't it? Yeah, powerful. Maybe the pig is Glubrick. Let's try not to kill the pig. <laughs> Protect the pig at all costs. In we go, and this time to book time. Uh, well, at the moment you're on the drive. Yeah. So there's the, you're surrounded by the orchard, and there's the gardener that's there, and there's lots of employees that are kind of like running in. But do you, do you want to go inside, do you? Can I just speak to the gardener quickly before we go in? Okay. So, yeah, as you approach the gardener, you see a, a very a weathered old man in green overalls and wellies, and he is just talking to himself. Oh, oh, you are my beauties. You are gorgeous. I am your god and I love every single one. Oh, oh. <clears throat> hey, Hello. buddy. You're right. How you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. What can I do for you? We, uh, we're new here and uh, we're just a bit confused about what the hell's going on. Do you know how to make jam? Of course I'm, I know how to make jam. Could you teach us how to make jam? I can't make the whole process, but, I, you know, I, I know what to do with berries. Why? Oh. What do you, what do you, you want to know? Okay, that's a Why start. Why should I help you? Do you know Gluebrick Bumbledung? He's Mr. Bumbledung, son. But, yeah. You want to find Glubrick, he's in the dispatch. So to get the dispatch, we need to crush some berries, make some jam. Well, yeah, you've got to go through the four sections of making the jam. What are the four sections? What, what are the four things? So you've got to crush the berries, you've got to make the jam, you've got to mix <laughs> the pixie dust into the jam, uh-huh. and then you've got to shake up the jar. Okay, we can do that. But we started with crushing berries, and we got told that was wrong. How did you crush the berries? Little with pig the hooves. Pig. That's probably wrong, isn't it? That is not how you crush berries. You don't you need just a stick special a pig tool. In there and, okay, no, you yeah. need a special tool. Oh, what's the tool? Well, it's one of these. And he shows you like a hammer, but it's like a, a, a meat. What do you call that? A meat? Tenderizer. Tenderizer. Yeah, it's like a meat tenderizer, but it's this one's magic and it's for berries. Oh, can I have that? No. Okay. okay. I stab him. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's only, he's imaginary. I don't care. Before you do that, before you stab him, can I just say to the gardener, whoa, whoa um, you're, you're a gardener, right? You, you like, you like all kinds of plants and stuff? Yeah. Maybe you should just pick up this cool little mushroom and tell me what you know about it. Oh, very smart. Yeah. That's better. And he goes, all right. I know a lot about berries, but I don't really know that much about yes. mushrooms, but I guess I could learn. And as he says that, he touches Ghoul and instantly just dies. He and as he's going all. over to Ghoul, Garth is already digging a grave. <laughs> <laughs> Henley's just holding his sword and he was about to stab him and he's a little disappointed he didn't get to. Just stabs the body a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to take away your inspiration. That's oh. cruel. <laughs> Happy boys are so rank sometimes. Come on, guys. He's just a pigment of my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> can I have my inspiration back? Yeah, you can. Have yeah. Um, great. You have the hammer. The hammer is yours. And we just tip his body into a shallow grave. <laughs> walk away. Not even filling it in. I just leaving his body. <laughs> None of it's real. Yes, May no. I make a suggestion? If you go into the factory and get back to work, I shall return shortly. Where are you going? What? I'm going to have a look around, and I cast invisibility on myself. There it is. Oh, nice. Okay. Great. Okay. So we're going to go with Garth, Henley, and Ghoul first. So what are you guys doing? Are you guys going to go inside? I think, yeah. Well, we've got this magical tool, so we could go to book time and learn more about the jam making process, which I think- Have we learned everything we need to know about well, the jam making process? We've only learned about the berries, but I think maybe we just, we start working on the berries. No, to be, to be fair, one of the four things we had to do in the jam making process was make the jam. So, so we need to know what that is. We need a bit more information. Yeah. So I think now we've got our magic hammer. We've heard the four things we need to do. We can just, we can just go and crack out some jam. Okay, great. So you guys have gone in the elevators. I assume you've pressed the button to go down to yeah. work time and you are back in the corridor where there's the uh, four doors. Garth is going to go straight to the work time factory. Great. Yeah, Ghoul okay. is following Garth. Ghoul loves Garth. So as you get there, Mr. Supervisor meets you and goes, right, you lot, you're already late, so get to it. We've just received a huge order, so I need you to make the jam as quick as possible. I hope you're up to date with how to make it because if not, you're fired. Hey, Mr. Supervisor, how's your wife? Oh. And he strokes his leg with a little pig trotter and says, I know you're angry. Don't worry. We're going to get back to work. We got the tools. We're going to smash up the jam. We're going to make everything great for you, buddy. Don't you worry, Mr. Supervisor. You're doing a great job. And as you move on to the first section, Mr. Supervisor takes out like a little pocket watch and opens it. And on the left is just a picture of his wife. <laughs> and it's a really lovely moment. She's the person who died in the motorway park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's so Straight terrified of being fired, <laughs> he refuses to not go to work. <laughs> yeah, so tragic. So as you get to the first section, you've got the same workstation and you've got the, the raspberries on the right and the empty container. Can I roll an investigation check, me and, me and Ghoul, to see if we can see how the other people are crushing the berries? Perfect, do that. That is 18. 18, yeah, great. Yeah. You look over the other tables and it is very simple. They are just pouring the raspberries and just hitting it with the hammer and then just scraping the smush into a container. Just turns out all you need is the magic from the hammer for them to be perfectly and evenly squashed. All right, ghoul, can I smush and you scrape or you want to smush? Uh, no, you smush, I scrape. Sounds like a plan. Hot no. What's what's Henley doing while this is happening? Yeah, they're, they're, they've got it covered. So Henley uh, Henley goes over to some of the workers and says, "The, the proletariat must rise up. We must con regain control of the means of production. <laughs> Unionize." <laughs> and all the tables stop and look at you. Thousands of people, by the way. So you've really got you've really got an audience. Do you want to roll for like what performance? Yeah. Eleven. I use my inspiration. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Go here. 16. 16. Okay. So most people just suddenly turn away and just go back to work. But there's a few people who wink at you and point to a little, I guess there's like a little door on the side. Do you follow them? Oh, yeah. Side quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he strolls you, off. 
<laughs> into a corner of Blue Brick's yeah. imagination. <laughs> you open the door and there is a group of wrestling hands. <laughs> okay. And they're all sitting around a table and they all suddenly get up and they take out some knives. But then the guy who nodded at you and has led you in this room goes, it's okay. <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to go in and <laughs> I'm going to say, Henley, Henley says, don't worry guys, I'm here to help. And as you say that, we move over to Eric. So what, 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 what do you want to do? I move as quietly as I can, stealthily down the pebble path towards the doorway of the factory and I'm making my way invisibly to book time. Great. So you get to the door of book time. As you touch the door, you fly back instantly as a pulse of energy hits you and you hear the sound of children going, Idiot, idiot, you don't know nothing. Well, I do. No, no, don't talk to them, Eric. (laughs) They are but a figment of someone else's imagination. There is some magic in this portal, and I investigate further. I investigate the doorway. Um, I'm also going to need you to take one D10 of damage, actually, from the door. Oh, are you indeed? (laughs) That's the full ten. Blessed advice. Wow. Okay, great. So you're going to also do an investigation check on the door, right? Yes, I am. Great. Okay, that's a 17. So you can tell there is magic on this door. Obviously, it just attacked you. <laughs> yeah, but do I, do I have any insight into the magic? Uh, the insight to the magic is the way of getting past the magic is by answering a few questions. And as you realize that, you suddenly hear the door scream. To enter me, it's quite a fiddle, for you shall have to answer all the riddles. Very well. Go on. Num- number one. It's quite a self-conscious door. <laughs> so it's like, oh, um, okay, number one riddle. You don't need to, to speak. Uh, there's just you and me here. So oh, just okay. drop, drop the volume. Thanks, man. <laughs> it does sound like Lubric. All right, number one riddle. I'm small like a dog. If a dog was a cat, what am I? Huh. Cat. Complete. <laughs> <laughs> number two riddle. I am skeleton. What am I? Skeleton. Past. <laughs> yeah. well, I hope. I hope they continue much in the same vein. Let us continue. Number three and final riddle. Yes. I can bring tears to your eyes, make you smile, resurrect the dead, and reverse time. What am I? I can bring tears to your eyes, make you smile, resurrect the dead, and reverse time. It's not an onion, that's for sure. <laughs> Past! No, I'm joking, it's not. <laughs> not an onion is correct. <laughs> um, okay, you can leave me pondering on that one while you go back through. We suddenly cut back to Ghoul and Pig. Garth. Garth, you named me, man. I did name <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I like a... the pig name now. I like pig. I think they're having a great time. They're smashing, they're scraping, yeah. they're, they're nailing it. Yeah, just as you cut in, you just hear Garth say, you jammy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start just rolling around in the... Oh, no, don't roll around in it. <laughs> oh, rolling around in the jam. Uh, Mr. Supervisor comes over, having heard your incredible jokes, like, Oh, very good. My wife would have loved that. Well done. Look at the amazing smushing you've done. Now, take your smush and using the method in the next stage. Fuck. It's okay. It's okay, Mr. Supervisor. We know you're sad. Take your time. Thank you. And using the method in the next section, 
Make your jam. Uh, yeah, r- remind us of the method again. <laughs> no, and walks away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we quickly do an investigation check just to see if we can see other people doing the method? Yeah. So, uh, so you're moving on to the next section, right? Yeah, I think. So yeah, yeah. Let me just explain what's in front of you. So, as you approach the the second section, you see a huge stockpot, and it's sitting over five burning logs. Beside it, there is a method sheet, and you can, I'm not going to make you well for this. You can just read the method sheet. And it says, add sugar and raspberries. Simmer at exactly 220 Fahrenheit and stir. Sounds simple enough for a pig and a mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) I think we could do that. You know, together you and I would make a great pizza. (laughs) We would. We really would, you magical bastard. (laughs) You're a magical bastard. (laughs) And they just start rolling around on the floor again. Yeah. Oh, that's so. This is so lovely. Okay, so uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to? Do you want to? After you've finished rolling, do you yeah. want to do something? Is there a? Um, is there like a temperature gauge? No, there isn't. Okay, so and are there any logs burning in the thing? So am I? Under- yeah. Am I understanding this right? There's like a log burner, a big vat in which we're we're putting sugar and fruit in to make mm-hmm. the jam, and we got to get it to the right temperature. Exactly. Uh, do you want to do an investigation check? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can we? Can we combine our investigation? Yeah. Go on, I'll let you do that. Yeah. Fine. I got a six. I got a ten. So that's sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Then is that, I'll give you that. So what you can see is obviously you've got the stock pot. At the bottom of the stock pot, there is five burning logs that are already on fire. You can see around the fire there is like some sort of force field some magical force field and also because you've rolled pretty well on the stock pot there is a picture of a glove or like some sort of mitten or some sort of hand and that's what you can see then maybe we need to find the glove or do you want do you want to put in do you want to put in the raspberries and sugar like it's all there it's good okay all right guys i'll get the sugar you get the raspberries all right and you know what ghoul i think we just chuck it all in chuck in a couple of logs hope for the best yeah yeah, let's do that. All right. Three, two, one. And you chuck in the raspberries and the sugar and the log. The five logs are burning. And we cut back to Henley. He's stripped to the waist, wrestling a ham. <laughs> <laughs> So, you, yeah, are you fighting the leader? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are these pigs or, or like... He's a ham. He's ham wrestling. Yeah, but they were also part of a union, an underground union yeah. that... I, I don't Henley know what's trying to, trying to wrestle his way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> God. Using his under sevens judo training. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's say, and he's and he's saying it's just business. It's not porcino. <laughs> oh, oh God. that was a bit ham fisted. As you um, as you're wrestling, another ham goes to defend the ham you're fighting, and another ham, a third ham, <laughs> stops this ham and goes, No, Stuart, let them. Let them see it out. And then we just cut back. We cut back to Eric. Um, I'm, I'm pondering. I'm pondering over the riddle. I'm walking back and forwards. And then after a while, I take out my dictionary and I just start reading all the words from the letter A. <laughs> all the words. As in you, you, you just start reading every word from a dictionary. Yeah, just to see if I That's can just method. fluke it. Chances are you'll get it. Very methodical man. Does the answer begin with an A? I know. I know. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I know what it is, I think. We then cut back to Ghoul and 
pig. Ghoul and Garth, the best of friends. Ghoul and Garth, never end. Ghoul and Garth. <laughs> <laughs> They're just singing. And as, uh, yeah, as you do that, um, Mr. Supervisor comes over Ooh. with a thermostat in his hand and he hears your song and he's like, oh, I used to go to the jazz with my wife. And <laughs> he then puts in the thermostat and you see the temperature go up and it hits 275 Fahrenheit. <gasps> and you hear Mr. Supervisor go, what on, uh, ridiculous, too hot. 275 Fahrenheit, you've burnt the jam. Oh, no. You obviously never stepped foot in a kitchen before. You are fired. No. No. Oh, God. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. No. And then Ghoul and Garth, you feel a buzz around your ankle and the loud beeping starts. You, Henley, you are, I guess you're, you're, you're. Got him in a chokehold. You've got him in a chokehold <laughs> and everyone is aware that you're about to become their king. Yes. Yes. <laughs> your ankle starts to beep. What? No, no, no. <laughs> we cut back to Eric, who is doing what? Mellifluous, mellow, melody, melon, melt, member. Memory. And then suddenly the door goes complete. It opens, but then your ankle starts beeping and you feel a vibration and blackout. Oh shit. And you all, once again, open your eyes and you're back where you started, outside on the pebble drive, facing towards the Bumble Dung factory. Oh, God fucking damn it! What damn did you it. do? <laughs> what did I do? What did you do? Well, I, I made... What makes you think I did anything at all? What did you do? Well, we I made, made the some jam. jam. Yeah. We made jam. I was nearly king of the hams. What? What? Uh, side quest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Solved a riddle, and as I did so, the lights went out that we were brought back here. Damn it, we will never get access to the to the book time in this way. Guys, guys, do you do you feel that? What? And as you say that, I have just rolled and he got below a ten. So we are one for one so far. Oh god. Okay. On his death safe, that is. Glubrick, yeah. I feel like Glubrick is fading away. As you say, there's a man trips over Gaul. Oh, oh. sorry, I didn't Oh god! And then just <laughs> oh, guys. We forgot about him. Oh god, we killed him this time. Whoa. All right. Better dig another grave. <laughs> hey, get digging. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, I jog over to the gardener. <laughs> so, hello. I would, well, actually, as you run over, he is talking to himself and he's like, oh, you are the best berries in the world and my wives and I love you. Every single fucking one of you. What do you do to these berries, <laughs> He looks up, oh, oh, hello. Uh, I don't know. I, I have no remorse for that. I stab him. <laughs> I stab him. He instantly dies. <laughs> I grab his hammer. Great. And the rest of you? Well, you're all together, I guess. Well, we need, we kind of needed him to tell us about how the temperature thing works. Oh, shit. Now I just dead. stabbed him. Um, uh, okay, well, we, 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 we needed to find something, a, a tool for the, for the making of the jam. What is it you need to do? We need to get it to a perfect temperature. Which temperature? 174. Nope. <laughs> the two worst people. <laughs> okay, 174. Good. We'll aim for I'm that. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it was 174. No, Ooh, cool. I think you'll find it was 386. <laughs> okay. okay, well, I know, we're, we're just going to have to try because you were the only ones there, so we're committed to this. And Garth turns to Henley and says, you were, uh, were you fighting hams? Yes, yes, I was. Why? Dead pigs? Oh, uh, yes. Enchanted but- dead pigs? Enchanted dead pigs is exactly what I was fighting, yes. All right. You need <laughs> to show me where that is. What are you going to do about it? Don't you fucking back chat me, ham fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think you misunderstood. Whoa. I don't think it was fucking hams. <laughs> I was just wrestling the pigs. I was, uh, uh, God, Garth, you were, a, you were a curious pig. Hey, Ghoul puts his arm around Garth, but doesn't touch him. Just like puts his arm around his shoulder and then walks away. And just as he walks away, he turns his head over his shoulder and says, Hey, Henley, I'm going to lunch. Hold my meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you guys, yeah, you walk in through to the lobby yeah. and you can go left and you go into lunchtime? I think so. Great. You yeah, go towards it. that. I'm um, going to go with Eric. So great. Eric and Henley then go through to the lobby. You all part your ways. You go to the right and you go to book time. Chris, before we split up, Garth runs over to Henley and takes the tool for the smash of the berries. Oh, yes. I think nice. me and Ghoul are going to need that. Thanks, Henley. Suddenly, you see something very unusual. Out of one of the elevators steps four small cartoon animals. A deer, a rabbit, a mouse, and a turtle. And they all are dancing and singing. You're trapped in his mind and you don't know how to leave. Time is ticking, you don't know what to believe. Working hard at fixing all the techie bits and bobs. We're sorry for the issues, but we hate our horrid jobs. Ronnie waits for us, it's important, we admit. Too many blunders. 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 Too many is this what it's like in your head? Yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? This is just a therapy session. <laughs> oh my god. Who were those guys? <laughs> that was yeah, that was four little cartoon animals in hazmat gear basically warning you that, you know, they're trying to fix the issue. So it's you've seen this before. Yeah, those guys, the those guys, guys that do the portals. The engineers. They're engineers. They're engineers. So well, in your mind, Eric, they were yes. you know, competent hazmat wearing engineers. In Glubrick's mind, they're <laughs> Tiny cartoon animal. Let's sing songs. Yeah. Yes, we're doomed. We're all doomed. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. So we are first, we're going to go with Henley and Eric. So you arrive at the library door. Okay. Uh, you had the answers to the riddles? 
I do. Furthermore, this door has very low self-esteem, so we should simply be able to bully our way through. <laughs> and suddenly, as you say that, the door goes, To enter me, it's quite a fit. All right, we've, have- heard, we've oh. heard it before, door. Okay. That is your name? Uh, yes, it's Stephen. Aww. Well, Stephen. Go with Stephen, then. What's wrong with that? Now, give us the last riddle so we can may have access. Okay, um, right. I can bring tears... Memory. Or- right, memory. Okay. <laughs> and the door just falls off its hinges. It's so broken. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, you can go in. I turn to Henley and I say, and that is how you speak to a door. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the lesson, Eric. Come with me. We have no time to lose. As I walk past, I stroke Stephen and say, you are adorable. Aww. And it gives you 10 uh, points of damage. You're not nope. allowed to touch the door. Take your damage. Oh, it's an eight. What happened there? Did you just interact with the door for the purposes of a pun? Yes. <laughs> you, deserve, you deserve everything you get for that. Now, where are we? So as you enter the room, you see a traditional looking library. It's uh, mahogany bookcases line each wall full with leather bound books. In the center of the room sits a woman, deep in thought, writing a letter. Uh, forgive us. Uh, we did not mean to intrude upon your private hour. It's okay. And she just goes back to writing her letter. Uh, have you been in the library long? Okay, I don't know what this is, but I'm <laughs> I'm just trying to write this letter and you, me, yes. s- you seem to be interrupting me. So either come and get a book or leave me alone, okay? Enough said. I shall get to work toot sweet. Is there a book we can read? Well, yeah, you can go and have a little look at the books. Can I investigate? Yeah, of course. I want Rob. 13. You can see that all the books are, they're not really books, they're just on the cover, they say you're an idiot, you can't read. But there is one book you can see that is a, is a book you can recognise. Okay, I'll go for that book. And it's called A Wholesome Whale Goes to Scarborough. Not Scarborough, what was it? Scunthorpe. I don't even know my own book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take out that correct book. And as you say that, the woman suddenly goes, why are you touching that book? The library. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. But maybe you should just put that back. That's that's uh, my son's book. Oh, you're Glubrick's mother. Uh, yes, I am. Maybe you could uh, just 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 leave that book. Uh, who are you? I'm a friend of Glubrick's, Henley. I'm one of his best friends. I don't know why I found that funny. I don't know why you find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't think Glubrick had friends. Oh, he he does. He has a few friends now. He, he's a good kid, Glubrick. He is. You know, a lot of people think he's, he's stupid or an idiot or, you know, and sometimes he can be a bit like that, but actually... Oh, he absolutely he's a, is. He's, he's a okay, fucking oh, right, idiot. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's, let's, let's be honest here. He's not the sharpest tool in the... No. But he has the biggest heart. He does. He's a good boy. And he needs looking after. And I think he might need some help right now. Is it all right if I borrow this book? Yes. And as you say this, a man walks into the door. Well, the door's gone, isn't it? So he just walks through the... Smashes the bookshelves, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, screw it, yeah. So he smashes through the bookshelves. And you recognise this person to be Arthur, Glubrick's father. Hmm. He does not look at you. He doesn't say anything to you. He just looks at Catherine, Glubrick's mother, and she gets up and she walks over to him. And just before she leaves, she turns around. Please look after him, please. And they both leave. Okay. <laughs> I get the book. Great. You open the book and it's, it's a really good book. Genuinely, one day you can, you can read it. But <laughs> as you open it, a piece of paper falls out and it is an extract from a pixie manual. And it says, how... To shake a pixie. Okay, that's, that's one of the steps I've got, I've got. I've got the key to one of the steps. It's not the one we're currently on, but great. I've got it. I've got it. And then we cut away to Ghoul and Garth. And you are entering the canteen, right? Mmm, smells good. Garth, what's your favorite food? <laughs> you know what? Ironically, it's bacon. <laughs> and now you ask me one. You ask me one. <laughs> what's your favorite food? Uh... Ironically, it's a mushroom. Quick <laughs> 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 fire friendship. 
<laughs> so just to give you the layout, while this mad, not that I think because of this mad conversation, you can see anything that's going on around, <laughs> but you are in the canteen and there are rows of tables with a few people dotted around having breakfast. At the far end of the room is an open kitchen with one creepy old lady running around. Ooh. What do you want to do? I, I want to scan around the, the, the canteen to see if I can find something that looks like the picture of the mitten that was on the method sheet. Mm. Okay. You, yeah, do you want to roll for that? Yeah, that is 19. 19. Okay. You can't see any symbols for mittens, but you look at the crazy old creepy lady running around the the cook and she is wearing mittens. (gasps) I think we have to steal that woman's mittens. Yeah. Hi! So as yeah, as you've approached, you notice that she looks like a stereotypical witch. She Ooh. has a, a witch's hat on Ooh. and keeps laughing to herself in the most manic way with long fingers and she's oh, just no. really creepy. And she's like, <laughs> what can I do for you boys? Oh, wait, hang on. And as you see this, she turns around and goes to the oven and below it, there are five locks. And she, with the mitten, goes and removes one lock and turns around and goes, what do you want? Food? Jam sandwich? Uh, we like, We'd like your mittens. You want the witch's mittens? Uh huh. <laughs> well, what are you going to do for me for the witch's mitten? All right, look, let's get down to brass tacks, witch. Okay, if you want my meeting, then you will have to take my curse. What's your curse? You will not be told now, but one day, at some point, the curse will strike just for one of you, and you can choose anyone within your party, within your friendship group. What? You can choose anyone to have this curse. I choose Henley. Oh, come on. <laughs> Complete. She gives you the mitten. There's, there's yeah. a fucking imaginary pig here. <laughs> He's my best friend in He's the whole world. Even real. Oh. <laughs> and you have the mitten. <laughs> Henley's not there, but he feels something happened. And you go, oh, what now? You do actually. We cut back to Henley, and you suddenly hear in your mind, <laughs> what, what, what? Oh, I know that's cool. <laughs> but in your time you've been there, you have noticed that one part of the, the letter, the extract of this, this manual you found, it does say, to shake a pixie, one must befriend the pixie. Ooh, okay, good to know. Okay, well, Garth, I think we got what we need, but also, is it what we need? <laughs> you know, I think so. I'm kind of having a bit of a panic here because I don't really know what the hell's going on, but I think we got the midden, we got the tool, let's just hope the other guys got, got the last piece of the puzzle and then we can make this freaking jam. Garth, listen to me. Don't panic. You're a beautiful pig. Uh, You're a beautiful uh, friend. uh, You're a gentleman uh, and a scholar. Now let's go make this jam. (laughs) You know what, ghoul? You know just what to say to me. You're the freaking best, ghoul. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Very cliquey, these two. Yeah, they really are. So you guys leave the canteen. Uh, Are you, Eric and uh, Henny, are you going to leave your library? Okay, Eric. Uh, Should should we head back and try and successfully make this jam? Let us make jam together. Okay, Eric. (laughs) I feel like we don't have the same rapport, the pig and the mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) So as you say that, Eric and Henny... <laughs> Leave book time, and you are walking to the lobby. Lobby, and opposite the lobby, you can see two incredible friends walk towards you: <laughs> Garth and Ghoul. 
I, I put my arm around uh, Eric's shoulder and say, hey, hey, we, we had a good old time in there, didn't we, chum? We certainly did. Looking at the books together like a pair of men. <laughs> just, a, just a pair of men. Just a pair of men leafing through a children's book together. <laughs> just a couple of men having a gander. The more we go into detail, the, the worse it sounds, doesn't it, really? There was, Bluebrick's mother was there. Yes. And good times were had. Hey. They really were the best of times. How are you doing? How are you doing down there, little ones? Great! We got the gloves from the witch, and you're cursed. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> I noticed. You can go in the elevator, which is just next to the mechanic, who's right. uh, whistling to himself. Maybe the mechanic yeah, knows the about the um the, ma- the machine, the shaking machine. Oh shit! Yeah, the mechanic. Yeah, yeah we should definitely the speak final to the mechanic. One. Okay. okay. Yeah. Can we have a chat with the mechanic? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mechanic, we are the happy boys. Did you guess his name correctly? (laughs) Well, hang on. How do you know my name? (laughs) What? You're a mechanic. Yeah. I'm Mr. Mechanic, Mr. John Mechanic. Because I am your long lost son. No, you are a mushroom. I'm not that dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And he turns around and with his spanner, he goes back to fixing his control. Uh, May I have a little peek at your spanner there, my friend? No, this is my father's spanner. Is it really? And it was his father's spanner. Yeah. And it was my father's. No, hang on. (laughs) (laughs) That's how my family was passed back and forth between grandfathers and between generations. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sort of fight. So it was his father's, then it was my father's, then then my father's, 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 then it was back to mine. (laughs) Why? You you can't have my spanner. Well, uh, we might need to use it to make the jam. No. I'm going to cast Charm Person. Good idea. Nice. Great. Yeah, they make a wisdom saving throw, and if they, they they make it, I think they're okay. And if they fail, they're sort of very friendly towards me. Six. So he absolutely failed that. So what do you yeah, want to say? Yeah, but if you'd them? have said six really confidently, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it would have fooled you. <laughs> So, yeah, he's uh, he, he's charmed. Mr. Mechanic, dear old Mr. Mechanic, yeah. tell us about how to, 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 to sort out the machine and then the final section there. How, do, how does one complete this process of making jam? Tell me all about it. Well, the machine down there is, uh, it basically shakes the jam. It should be working. If it's not working, you should have your tools, mainly your spanner, to fix it. Uh, it's just a spanner, just a spanner, or other tools needed? No, it's a machine that only... Needs a spanner. As he's saying this, I am using my sleight of hand skills to try and lift the spanner from him. Roll it. It's going to be high because it's his fucking father's. Okay, that's a 21. Great. You can, you absolutely grab that spanner. I he's just. Lift the spanner off him. It has been a pleasure talking to you, Mr. Mechanic. It has been a pleasure. Hey, where's your spanner? And so he looks down to his toolkit and goes, No! <laughs> and the doors of the elevator just close shut. Yeah, great. So you come down. So, well, actually, which floor do you want to go to? Work. Floor. Work, yeah. work floor. So you get through and Mr. Supervisor is there and he's like, right, you lot, you are already incredibly late this time. Not I know. Time. Yeah, your wife yeah, died we know. We Come know, we on. Know. How's your wife? Oh, yeah, she's sadly was trampled. This is by... so trampled. <laughs> yeah. I put my hand on his shoulder and say, if it's any consolation, you're not real. And then I walk away. And then he really contemplates this. <laughs> what is reality? And then you guys walk a lot, what, to a section one? Raspberries. Mash them with a hammer. Mash them with a hammer, scrape them into the box. Yeah, Eric, Eric doesn't get his hands dirty with this sort of thing, but he does a lot of supervising and going, yes, more of that. <laughs> Less of that. <laughs> and the other supervisors are in the room. Like, Mr. Supervisor's not the only one. The other supervisors are looking at you being like, hmm, 
and natural. It's <laughs> <laughs> a section two, the fire thing. Okay, mm. so we have the glove. And we saw the witch, which I think was the DM very kindly giving us a clue. We saw the witch remove one log from the fire. Okay, yeah. so Ghoul clambers up with the help of Garth and pours the jam into the pot. When you say with the help of Garth, are you touching him? No. Garth's got the mitten on his head. <laughs> he's got the mitten on his head. Yeah, yeah. Got one mitten on his head. And so, yeah, he's standing on top of the, the pig's head, pouring the raspberries and the sugar into the pot. And then once you've done that, I give the mittens to Eric and say, you need to remove one log. Me? Remove a log? Oh, very well. Why was he so affected by that? <laughs> well, because he, he doesn't like manual labor. Oh, yeah, very good. It's yeah. like he, does, he sort of lives alone in the tower. He's a weedy man and lives in the tower and all his undead. So he sort of put the gloves on like I've never used an oven in my life. <laughs> and I'm cooking for, for, for a girl, you know? It's like that sort of thing. I said, oh, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And in the end, I cast Mage Hand and I get the Mage Hand to move. <laughs> Great. Mage Hand with a glove on. With a, with, a, with a mitten on. Very good. And you remove it and Mr. Supervisor comes over and he puts his thermostat inside the jam and he's like, mmm, the perfect jam. Yeah! Oh, yes. Yes, my wife used to cheer. Now, put your jam in this jar and move on to the next section. Let's drug up that jam. You got it, boss. Okay, I go up to the first pixie I see. Yeah, so it, on the table there is a pixie in a cage and it's it's shivering. And it's like, not shivering, it's scared. <laughs> oh, it's scared and cold. Oh, I go over and I say, hey, buddy, how's it going? Can't understand a word of it, but okay. Uh, I breathe some hot air on him. <laughs> Oh. Oh, yeah. Are we friends? Not yet. Oh, what do oh. I need to do to befriend you, little pixie? Whatever you want, whatever, whatever takes your fancy. How about we tell each other tales from our lives? <laughs> and you sit there for one hour. Yeah. <laughs> A full hour. Oh, my God. I regale the pixie with the tales of uh, the time I danced with the queen of the vixens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so roll a, what would that be? Like a Performance? A performance. Yeah. Okay, you know what? It's 20. I mean, wow. yeah, perfect. Yeah, and nice. she's sitting there. She suddenly gets up, pulls her pixie wings back, and bows. And I grab her. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. And I start shaking her <laughs> over the chair. And, oh, God. And lots of pixie dust goes into the jar. You have successfully done it. And um, Mr. Supervisor comes over and goes, Brilliant. Excellent. I mean, not a very long time that took. Yes, a yes. very long yes. time. But you have passed. And lots of color dust is for like falling into the jam. I see now, the pixie back in the cage and go, see you, pal. Move on. <laughs> while, while all of that was happening, I took a short rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow that. I will allow that. <laughs> so now that you've got the pixie dust in the jam, it is vital and quick that you go and get this mixed and get it to dispatch. So he uh, leads you to a huge machine and with a slot in the side. Now put your jar in the slot, turn it on and mix the pixie dust into the jam. Go. Okay, we put the jar in the slot and I don't don't think it's going to work, but I turn on the machine. You turn on the machine and it starts to rumble. It's not shaking, it starts to rumble. I take out the spanner okay. and I turn to Eric and I say, I believe in you. And I toss the spanner to him. I try and catch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, catch. Oh, like uh, acrobatics. Athletics. Athletics. Acrobatics. Oh, okay. That's a 15. Oh, great. Yeah, you catch it perfectly. Yeah. It works. That wasn't the task he asked you to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I catch the, catch the spanner and I say, there you are, and hand it back to him. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, 
okay. I can catch spanners any day of the week. <laughs> While you are d- doing your throwing and catching yeah. and passing back, the machine suddenly explodes. What? Oh! No. Smoke comes out of it, and Mr. Supervisor comes over and says, No, no, you should have fixed it. You've clearly got a loose cog. We should have fixed it before we Ye- turned it on. Oh, piss. You no, are And ankle tags vibrate. Loud beeping starts. Blackout. You are back to where you started. Oh, come on. Oh, oh for come fuck. On. Okay. We've got to collect all the stuff again. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What's, is, how's Glubrick doing? So... Um. That is a fail. That's a two. Luckily, it wasn't actually yeah. one. But it is two to one on death saves. He's one so more he's got away one from more. dying and never being in this, this game. This is it. We've got to do it. We have to do it. Go, get out of the way. No! Fucking... Ghoul yeah. just punches the guy in the leg. Yeah, the he man drops dead. dies. Ghoul jumps over to the gardener, punches him in the face. Dies. Gets the tool that we need. <laughs> Come on! on so Garth bursts into the canteen, trots straight over to the witch and just says, All right, I need the mittens. Who... If you want a mitten... You need a curse. Yeah, give it a Henley. Okay. And hand you over the missing. Good choice. I'm double cursed now. Yeah, yeah, you're double okay. cursed, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Henley goes over to the mechanic. What, what could I do for you? Give me a spanner. Absolutely not. Stab him in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you stab him in the neck and he falls down the elevator shaft. Great, see yeah. ya. Grab his spanner. <laughs> so you have the spanner, you have the mitten, you have the hammer, you have the information in your head about the pixie. Yeah. Get go in the elevator. <laughs> right, so you get in the elevator, you go down, you go through the corridor, you come to the o- opening, you see Mr. Supervisor you are late yeah 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 how's your wife oh good lord and collapses to the floor you run into section one great um, Garth starts smashing up the berries with the hammer yep yep Ghoul and Garth smash the, the berries perfect you get onto the next section okay uh, we put the jam and the fire and we put I put the mittens on and remove a log and then you get to the third section I cast charm person on the pixie so that hopefully the pixie will be charmed a wisdom saving throw from the pixie that's an eight we're friends aren't we uh, I love Yes, well, come over here and we'll immediately shake them upside down. Right. <laughs> the, uh, the the pixie dust goes into the jar and then you onto the force section. Okay, I grab the spanner and I tighten the sodding cog. Great. So you instantly see the cog and I assume you fix it. You tighten the bolt or whatever it is yeah. that needs to be tightened. I should know. I have not planned that. <laughs> and you put the jar into the machine. Do you want to press the button? Yeah. You press the button and all go swimmingly. Yay! And Mr. Supervisor comes over and goes, Congratulations, you have made the perfect jam. Now take this to dispatch and come back and do it all again. (laughs) What? I'm not doing this again. Where's dispatch? Oh, just through there. And there's just a massive sign saying dispatch. Hey, here we go. Okay. So as you enter the dispatch area carrying your jam, you see the place is packed full of jam jars. Hundreds all over the place. Suddenly, from behind you, you hear, Hi, guys. And it's Glubrick. Glubrick! Glubrick, hey, buddy! Hi, oh, hey, Garth! I never thought I'd say this, but I'm glad to see you, Glubrick. Oh, oh. If Glubrick's here, that means the pig isn't Glubrick. Who the hell is this pig? You know, you know Garth, Glubrick? Oh, yeah, I've known Garth since I was really young. He's been with us the whole time. Oh, my God. Is Garth, Garth is Glubrick's imaginary friend? <laughs> no, he's not imaginary if you can see him, is he? So he's not really imaginary. Oh, Garth has been with us he the whole time. He has been with us. Glubrick's <laughs> been imagining him since the start. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh. It's absolutely sad and lovely. So lovely. <laughs> That's also why Garth had so much, so many hit points. Because I'm using blue brick stats. Yes! Yeah. Oh my god, I thought it was like a sinister reason. That's so friend. much nicer. 
Oh. <laughs> so what you guys been up to? Gloobrick, I think your friends are here to try and help you, and you gotta let them help you. Oh, I'm fine. No, Gloobrick, listen to me. You gotta, you gotta face your fears, friend. Well, I, I, uh, do you mean, do you mean you want to get out? We, we, we gotta get out? Yeah, your friends are trapped in your mind, Gloobrick. They need your help to get out. Well, there could be worse places to be, couldn't there? No, you gotta help us, Gloobrick. We need you to face your fear and free us. It's the only way. What is my fear? What are you talking about? If I had to guess, I'd say your father. And if I had to guess, I'd say that scary monster in the basement. Oh, you mean the very restricted floor, don't go here ever, it's the worst you'll die, don't do it floor? Yep. Well, I mean, I mean that, that as far as I know, is the only way out. And But the, the only person who has a key card for that is my is my, 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 my papa. All right, Gloobrick, we're going to go visit Daddy. Yes, we have to do that, Gloobrick. Let's get out of here. Okay. And she walked back through the section. You get to the elevator and... Papa's office! So you press Papa's office. And as you get to Papa's office, the door opens and you find yourself in Arthur's office. Apart from the excessive amount of portraits of himself, it's pretty standard office. Can we try and find the key? Gloopick, where does your Papa keep the card? Oh, I don't know where he'd keep it. I mean, there's he'd probably have it in a safe somewhere. Probably a bit like a safe. Oh, I start checking all the pictures. Great. You do find that one of the portraits is... Slightly ajar, and the as you jam, <laughs> <laughs> inspiration. You can have it. Yeah. And as you pull it back, you see there is a safe with a four-code digit. Four-digit code. Four-code digit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your mum's birthday? I have no idea what that is. Okay, say four numbers, Clubber. One, two, three, seven. Okay, try that, and it works. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and the the safe opens, and there is a key card. There. Okay, we grab it. As you grab it, suddenly you hear a voice behind you, and it is Arthur. Right. So what are you guys doing in here then? Nice to meet you. Do you want to come downstairs with us? You want to go downstairs? You want to leave, do you? Yes. How do you feel about Gluebrick? My son? Yeah. He's an awful human being. He's an idiot. He's a failure. Oh. And as you see, as he's saying this, Gluebrick is just standing there and just absolutely taking it. He is so anxious. And Arthur looks at Gluebrick, smiles, and says, come on. Gloobert, should we, should we go downstairs? Do you want to leave? And Gloobert just shakes his head. He doesn't want to go. Papa, don't preach. <laughs> oh, God. Henry. You're a horrible human being. I hate you so much. As this is happening, Garth just goes over and pushes the lift door open. He stands in the lift and he just says, Well, Gloobrick, I'm going downstairs. Anybody else want to come with me? I'll join you, Garth. I'm not going without Gloobrick. Yeah, I'm kind of trying to do a thing here, Henley. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm with you. And Gloobrick re- knows what's what's going on and turns to Eric. Eric, I, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Why not? It's like, I just I just don't want to go. I don't want to go. Come with us, Gloobrick. Come on. If you don't go, then we'll all be stuck here forever. That, that wouldn't be so bad, would it? That'd be fun. Gloobrick, like, we get to Gloobrick. deliver jam. We've got meat jam. I love jam. Your friends. Your friends have literally gone through hell with you and me. Look, I, I don't think there's anything that you could possibly do to, to make them not love you, Gloobrick. It's not about you, buddy. It's about trusting your friends. Give them a chance. Let them see the dark side of you. Gloobrick, you see a tear rolling down his eye and he turns to Henley and he goes, Henley, please, I don't want to remember. Gloobrick, there are many things that we do not wish to remember. There are many things that we do not wish to do. But collectively, we may support each other so that we may leave through the gates of hell. I'll look after you if you look after me. And Gloobrick nods 
and goes, well, fine, if we're going to do it, let's do it in style. Suddenly, a slide appears, and he was like, let's go down this way, and he jumped through a slide. Oh, okay. wow. We jumped down the slide as well. Great. Down the slide we go. Yeah, we're going after him. As you go down the slide, you get to the bottom, and there's some nice fluffy pillows, and it's a lovely experience. You really enjoyed going down the slide. Yeah. And you get to, it's just a, a small room, and there is a single door with a key card box next to it. Okay, we'll put the key card in. Access denied. Lubrick, you need to help us get through this door. I think it'll only work if you're willing to see what's on the other side. I've heard it said a few times that you don't remember what happens when you go into a rage, right? Right. I think... In order for us to get out of your mind, you're going to have to face your memories. That's the thing that you're afraid of, remembering what it is you've done in your rages. Are you ready to do that? Since the last layer, I've started to remember all the rages, but there is one that um, I can't really remember and I don't want to remember, but I, I think it's through the other side of this door. Well, don't worry, Glubrick. We'll remember it with you. So Glubrick nods. Granted. Opens the door. He steps through, and this is what you see. You're in a dusty old rustic stable. Half a dozen horses stand in their stalls, casually munching on the hay and straw that covers the ground. The stable doors fly open, and Catherine, Glubrick's mother, rushes in. She grabs a saddle and heads towards one of the stalls. Suddenly, Glubrick's father, Arthur, enters. He is screaming at Catherine as he shoves her to the ground. Catherine does her best to defend herself, but his strikes are too constant. Glubrick enters, having heard the commotion outside. Seeing what is happening to his mother, he immediately goes into the most terrifying and uncontrollable rage. Glubrick pulls Arthur off Catherine and pins him to the ground, unleashing the most chaotic onslaught of hits. Catherine, not wanting to see his son become this monster, attempts to pull Glubrick away. Glubrick is so lost in his own rage that he aggressively pushes his mother away. Catherine falls back onto a hard wooden saddle rack, hitting her head. Glubrick stops and looks to his mother, who isn't moving. His father, battered and broken, looks on and says, Glubrick, what have you done? Glubrick runs from the bar. The memory dissolves away before your eyes and you are left in a cold, damp stone room. Nothing there. It's just you guys populating the space. Oh my God. Glubrick killed his own mother by mistake in a rage. Yes, yes, thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I absolutely heard that, yeah. I oh, sorry. Thank you, uh, you... What happened was an accident. You were trying to protect your mother. It wasn't your fault. No, I know. I know, but I killed the wrong person, didn't I? Yes, your father was the culprit. He was attacking your mother. Your father's a bad man, Glubrick. I know. And I know what I need to do now. Well, we, we, we've all made mistakes, Glubrick. Yes, we have. I couldn't have asked for a better companion in hell than you. Oh, and Eric, what do you have to say to me? <laughs> well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take it so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, terrible things have happened to me. I once had, a, I once had to endure a six-course meal with the Sultan of Issachar, and I soiled myself on the side. <laughs> <laughs> You see, it could always be worse, Glubrick. It can always get worse. So worse things will happen to us as we continue through hell. You're right. The important thing is, do we continue together? I think we are the happy boys, and all those memories should fear us. 
As you say this, one of the walls collapses and the four cartoon animals wearing hazmat gear come through and they take off their masks and you hear, hey, sorry about the technical problems again. You know, ah, there they are, there portals, they are. Yeah, they're really tricky things, you know, but yeah, yeah, it keeps us busy. Is Garth still with us? Yeah, hey guys, I'm still here. Well, Garth, this, this may be where we say goodbye to you. Yeah, I think it is. Whenever Glubrick looks into the middle distance and imagines that he's seeing a, a pig rolling around or burying a dead body, we shall know that he's thinking of you, and we shall see you too in our mind's eye. Thanks, Eric. Garth, I feel like we didn't really get along, which makes this a little awkward. <laughs> I apologize for Henley. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's just making jokes to cover up his own vulnerabilities. You're no, not John! You don't know me! <laughs> I run through the portal. Henley <laughs> <laughs> goes through the portal. I go through the portal. I don't want to leave him. Hey, ghoul. Yeah? I I don't want to leave you either. I think you're the coolest, kindest, smartest person I ever met. But hey, you know, I'm always with Glubrick. So as long as you guys are together, we're always together too. That's true. And hey, I I kind of got to go now. All right, friend. I can't think of a better way of doing it than... Maybe you want to give me a hug? Oh, no. All right, well, maybe we'll be on a pizza together one day, pal. (laughs) And as you say that, you lean in, you hug Garth, and Garth just slowly turns into starlight and disappears. Bye, Ghoul, what do you want to do? Okay, so Ghoul just takes one of the gloves that he he kept and, and puts it on his little paw mm-hmm. and then just reaches his, his hand out to Gluebrick and says, Come on, buddy. And Gluebrick leans down, touches the mitten, and you're fine. <gasps> Let's go to hell. So then we are left with Ghoul and Gluebrick stepping through to the next layer of hell. Yeah. listening to Hell or High Rollers. That was episode 16. I have been Chris Leesk, your GM. Eric Sanguinius was played by Adam Megiddo, Ellie Morris as Ghoul, Henry Shields as Henley Whispers, and Dave Hearn as Garth the Pig. Also, special thanks to Richard Baker for making the song sung by the animals. What a talent. If you are enjoying this podcast, then head over to our Patreon page where you can find a whole host of extra goodies, including a side campaign run by Henry Shields, DM notes on each episode, as well as our recently released trial episode. Also, there's some tasty little treats that give you some insight into the backstory of the characters as well as a whole host of delicious content and you can also join our patreon only discord where you can meet legends like elizabeth sheely sj javert ra neil laracy david dent b naylor emma walsh chris milligan elliot barnard and helen stott If I got any of those names wrong, I am so sorry. The show is produced by Gareth Tempest and the theme song is by Max Runnan. Thanks for listening and good night. When you get through nine layers of hell, you'll have a hell of a story to tell. You're heading back to life, back to the grind, but it ain't that like you knew so well. Keep telling myself to stay strong, you know I ain't done nothing wrong. I can feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. 
Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.